I saw Scotty Barnes for the first time in the seventh grade, and I uh, told one of my good friends that um, this kid is going to be special. Um, I, I seen his his the his length of his arms, and he was playing point guard at his size back then. And I mean, obviously, he's still doing it now. He can play multiple positions, but you know, for him to have that size and that ability. Um, I, I knew he was going to be special. I always talked to my friends about him. So um, there's no surprise at what he's doing for me personally. Could be to some of you guys, but to me, I've been watching him since the seventh grade. Um, and uh, it's just a beautiful thing to watch. Appreciate it. You're listening to Raptorland. Here's your host, Anthony Tyrone. Good morning. What's up? And welcome to Raptorland. This is game 70. The morning after, Lakers at Raptors. Yes, the Lakers. We just faced them and beat them up. And now they're in Toronto for revenge, I guess, of some sort, supposedly to face the Raptors. Raptors record, 39-30. and 30, Still doing well on a five-game winning streak. The Lakers, 29-39 and 39 at the time. No Malachi Flynn again. No OG Ananobi for the Raptors. No... Anthony Davis as usual for the Lakers now LeBron James himself is 53 and 12 against the Raptors all time I still have nightmares about him shooting game winners over OG and Anobi in the playoffs among any other things terrible triggering memories from LeBron James since the time I honestly can remember but since he's joined the Lakers he's 0-6 he hasn't won against the Raptors since he's joined the Lakers we kind of figured him out Slash, he's gotten older. Anyway, home sweet home. Raptors are playing some impressive basketball right now. It looks like they finally have kind of clicked. Everyone is getting into their roles, and that's without OG still even playing. Now, let's get to this game. Game number 70. Dwight Howard gets the start this time. He did not start last time the Raptors played, and that's a big change because he's a big body despite how old he is. Dwight Howard is still Dwight Howard. Don't get it twisted. So Coach Frank Vogel making a little lineup change to counter Nick Nurse there. Interesting. Lakers came out with a very, very different attitude and energy in this game. Not like last game. The last game, if you recall, the Raptors blew the Lakers out of the water. I believe they only scored 12 points in the first quarter. This was not the same. LeBron's face looked different. Russell Westbrook's face looked different. Everybody on the court, their attitude, their swag, everything was a little bit different. Side note, before this game, Russell Westbrook was at a bar or a club or a hotel or something. There's a video of him and a fan interaction in Toronto with the fan kind of heckling him. And Russ handled it pretty well. He didn't go back at the fan. He just kind of kept it cool, kept it calm and kept it moving and got in his car and didn't really cause any commotion. And when I saw that, I was like, oh, no, he's calm and collected. and He's ready to kick some ass. When I saw that, I knew this game was going to be a big game for Russ. And <laughs> to say it was a big game is an understatement because Russ has been struggling, but not in this game. My goodness, the Lakers came out serious like T.I. featuring Beanie Man. If you know, you know. The Lakers really came out ready to bump and grind. The Lakers set the tone early in the game, and, and this was not going to be a blowout this time around. The start of Dwight Howard really gave them some size that they didn't have last time they played, and it helped the Lakers early. 18-3 run by the Raptors after the Lakers started 6-6, six six, with that being said. So the Lakers started 6-6, six six. Nick Nurse called a timeout, and then the Raptors wait on an 18-3 run. Basketball, baby talk about a response 18-3 run is no joke 
But the Lakers were killing the Raptors on the board. Gabriel and Dwight Howard giving the Raptors absolutely huge issues because they are big bodies and the Raptors don't have a real center. And Frank Vogel finally took advantage of that in this game. Now let's get to Russell Westbrook. Wes played good in the first, breaking down the defense and kicking it out for open shots and under control. He looked like the old Russ. Lakers led 33-30 after one. They didn't come to lose. Second quarter, Lakers looked like a completely different team, honestly, in terms of attitude. They were playing the game smart. Russ was acting like a point guard, like an actual point guard. LeBron was pacing himself. Avery Bradley and Stanley Johnson were playing lockdown defense on Freddie and the rest. Everyone was playing their roles for the Lakers. They actually clicked, I think, for the first time this season last night. Raptors kind of were in mud on offense. Cue Gary Trent Jr. though, hitting those Gary Trent shots, keeping the Raptors in this game. Toronto wasn't playing bad. The Lakers just looked like a completely different team, a better team, a real team, like the Lakers, the Lakers. Russ and LeBron didn't share the floor often, and that strategy worked for the Lakers as it allowed them both to do what they do best without being in each other's way. So when LeBron was on the court, Russ was sitting, and when Russ was on the court, LeBron was sitting so they could both, you know, be the man, do their thing without being in each other's way like they have been all season. I don't know why it's only taking them halfway through the season to figure that out, but hey, they did it, and of course, they did it against the Raptors. Lakers role players also played really well. They showed up in this first half. Reeves, Dwight Howard, Stanley Johnson, Avery Bradley, they showed up and the Lakers led 59-55 at the half because of that. Now, the third quarter comes and Scotty Barnes comes in the first quarter. Scotty Barnes was in his bag. He's a rookie and I'm telling you there is nothing he can't do or get better at. He's a degenerational talent for real. Third quarter starts, Raptors on a 7-0 run, just like that. Barnes and Pascal showing what the future could look like. Scotty handling and passing the ball. Pascal handling and taking turns passing the ball. Precious hitting threes. Raptors at one point were 10 of 13 in the third. Absolutely no quit from the Raptors despite how good the Lakers were playing in this newfound attitude that they had in this game in Toronto. After all that, it was still just a two-point lead for Toronto. The Lakers really wanted this one. You could feel it. It was a packed house, and they were going at the Raptors toe-to-toe, play-for-play. 12 points for Scotty Barnes in the third quarter. He absolutely showed in this game that he's a generational talent, for real. Like, we keep saying that every podcast, but Scotty Barnes is different, different, like two chains. 89-88 after three for the Raptors. Closing time, baby. Let's get to the fourth quarter. Scotty Barnes takes over in the fourth quarter, showing everything in his bag this game. It might have been his breakout game for him for the season. Honestly, I don't know if I've seen him play better. He showed everything in the fourth, all of the stuff in his toolkit. What a fun game. This game went down to the wire. Literally, both teams playing elite. Fast forward, Raps have a three-point lead, and Russell Westbrook, the worst three-point shooter in the league, hits the game-tying three-point shot to send it to overtime. Absolutely unbelievable. You heard me right. Russell Westbrook, the worst three-point shooter in the league, who has been struggling all year, who everyone has been kicking his ass and criticizing all year, hit a three in Drake's face, turned around and screamed in Drake's face and there's a picture of Drake with his mouth wide open in shock because Russell Westbrook does not hit game tying threes. So this game went to overtime and long story short, 
the Lakers prevailed in overtime. It's just as simple as that. Lakers win, Lakers win, Lakers win. I don't even remember the score. It doesn't even really matter. It really pissed me off. I'm waking up this morning and I'm not in a good mood. It was a tough loss. I was expecting to smack up the Lakers and I guess that's just a stupid thing because they came with revenge on their mind. Russ looked angry and focused. LeBron looked very angry and focused. The whole team looked like a different team. Their swag was different. Everything was different. They came into the building ready to whoop the Raptors asses. And um, in the end they did. It was just, I guess it's just mentality with the Lakers because they turned it on and they looked like a different team. That was not the same team we faced two nights ago that we beat up. They were a different team, just a different mentality. It's hard to explain, but um, they beat us and we're going to have to take this L. It really sucks now that I wake up in the morning and I'm reliving this. It sucks. I really wanted that win, especially since Cleveland won. So now we're again stuck in seventh place in the play in stupid tournament. Let's just get into the stats of the game. Stats of the game for the Los Angeles Lakers with a new attitude, apparently. Dwight Howard, who gets the start, 23 minutes, 7.6 rebounds, but he was a lot more of a force on the boards besides those six rebounds, I'll tell you that. Russell Westbrook, 41 minutes, 22 points, 10 rebounds, 10 assists. A triple-double from Mr. Triple-Double. He looked like the old-school Russell Westbrook. And it was kind of scary. Malik Monk, 30 minutes, 9 points, 2 rebounds. LeBron James, 44 minutes, of course, 36 points, 9 rebounds, 7 assists, 15 of 26 shooting. My goodness. Talk about taking all the shots. Gabriel, 24 minutes, 17 points, 3 rebounds. Stanley Johnson, 30 minutes for Stanley Johnson, who couldn't get a contract in the league playing for the Lakers 30 minutes a game. Unbelievable. Four points, three rebounds, six assists, two of nine. Austin Reeves, 27 minutes for the rookie, 10.7 rebounds. The Lakers are weird. Avery Bradley, who never ever scores or does anything of note, was cut by the Golden State Warriors, played 24 minutes, had 14 points, four of eight shooting, and amazing lockdown defense. DJ Augustine, who always knows how to kill the Raptors, 18 minutes, nine points. All dagger threes against the Raptors as usual. <sighs> so annoying. For the Toronto Raptors, Kem Birch, 16 minutes, two points. One shot, made it. I don't know about Kem Birch. I don't get his rule sometimes. Pascal Siakam, 46 minutes, 17.6 rebounds, seven assists. Kind of a down game for him, I guess. Gary Trent Jr., 41 minutes, 23 points, three rebounds, three assists. Shout out to Gary. He did his Gary thing. Was it enough? Now let's get to Scotty Barnes, who probably had his best game as a Raptor. 42 minutes, 31 points, 17 rebounds, career high, six assists. He took 14 shots out of 21 shots, and he made 14 for the novices out there, 14 of 21. Someone asked me to explain that once. That's what that means. Scotty 31.17 rebounds, six assists as a rookie against LeBron James. Like, I don't know what to say about this guy. I'm so happy we drafted him. I'm so happy he's the future of the Raptors. Fred Van Fleet, who was struggling with a knee injury but plays every now and then, but he played this game and he played 46 minutes for a guy that's injured. 46 minutes, 20 points, three rebounds, seven assists, eight of 19. He played okay, but you could tell something's a little bit off with Freddie. Preston Sachua, 36 minutes. That's a lot for him. 18 points, five rebounds, one assist. Chris Boucher, 16 minutes, 6.6 rebounds. Thad Young, 12 minutes, three points. Banton, six minutes, three points. And that's all she wrote for the Raptors. So the Lakers get the Lakers revenge. 
you know, we beat them up last game in their house. They came to our house and meant business and kind of got at us and uh, slapped us up in front of our home crowd. And it sucks. It happens. I watched the game. It really left me with a bad taste in my mouth, but it is what it is. And we move on. So that's it. Shout out to LeBron. You did your thing. He's getting closer and closer to being the leading scorer in the league. He think he's got all time in the league. I mean, he's got, I think, 30 or 40 more points, which I'm sure he'll get next game. And LeBron James will be the second highest all time leading scorer in the league. But he did not do it against the Raptors, at least with the win. So Raptors lose, blah, blah, blah. Next up, the Raptors are in Philadelphia to face the new look 76ers featuring James Harden and Joel Embiid. I'm not sure if Embiid's going to play. I don't think Freddie's going to play because Freddie's going to rest his sore knee. Embiid, same kind of thing, load management. So much might just be it might just be a James Harden versus the Raptors show, which should be interesting. So thanks for listening to Raptorland. It was kind of a mouthful this time. The Lakers came to town, and it's always a circus when they do. Always a lot going on. LeBron behaved himself. He didn't whip the ball at Scotty Barnes' face or do anything. He actually had some nice things to say about Scotty Barnes, as you heard at the beginning of the podcast. That voice you heard was LeBron James uh, talking about the first time he saw Scotty Barnes and what he thinks about him. So LeBron's had Scotty on his radar for a while and called the kid special. And when the king calls a rookie special, you listen because he's the king. So... Apparently, Scotty's special. Anyway, thanks for listening to Raptor Land. I'm your host, at I'm Anthony Tyrone on all social media. Follow Raptors, sorry, follow Raptor Land at Raptorland95 on Twitter and the gram. And Raptor Land podcast is now on YouTube. I've now been putting my podcast on YouTube, so check us out there. One word, Raptor Land, subscribe. Purple logo. Got some videos up. Thank you for listening to Raptor Land. Enjoy your morning. Crappy loss, but enjoy your morning. The day goes on.